0: Dr. Malone, good morning and thanks very much for talking with us this morning about monoclonal antibody therapy.
1: Well, good morning, Mike, and thank you for the for the privilege. Thanks for asking. That's an important issue we face in our community today.
0: Well, and if, if it's innovative therapeutics, why isn't it available? Uh, what, what takes you off the list? Why would physicians say, sorry, you, Mike, you don't qualify?
1: Well, there's certain there are certain uh, validated risk tools that we've used as an enterprise to try to decide who is more likely to progress to moderate or severe disease, either requiring hospitalization or respiratory support. So because the supply is somewhat limited, we have to be certain that we're giving it to the most appropriate patients who have the highest risk of getting sicker from COVID-19. Got it.
0: All right, so you're, just, yes. you're not just giving everybody monoclonal antibodies uh, because there's a limited supply if you had a truckload of it would everybody get some
1: uh it would be offered to anybody who had mild to moderate symptoms people who don't have any symptoms at all would probably not benefit from it
0: oh okay uh and and of course the uh the other options i got an email over the weekend i mentioned that uh, a listener uh, who was asking, uh, has minor symptoms, asked about uh, hydrochloroquine or ivermectin, and uh, his doctor said, no, we are not prescribing that to anybody. Uh, my listener was concerned that uh, that at least some uh, medication that is proving successful uh, at least a little bit is not being offered to anybody who asks for it. Why is that?
1: Yeah, well, that's that's a good question. It's been actually rigorously studied with a lot of randomized controlled trials, and it's not been proven to be that effective. And there are potential dangers to the drug as well. Hydroxychloroquine can suppress the immune system, and ivermectin can cause problems with heart dysrhythmias and things like that. So it's not without risk that those medicines are taken. It's also of no benefit. And so most uh, physicians that I know of and that are practicing in our community will not prescribe ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. All right, so the benefit
0: that people read about on the Internet and so forth is uh, is limited or unusual, not not uh, the other way around.
1: Correct. It's more what we call anecdotal in small groups of studies. So okay. it's not really proven in large what we call meta-analysis where you pool all of the data together.
0: Sure. How does this uh, this... Uh, a current variant differ from uh, the original, which was more deadly. This one's easier to contain or to, to contract, but it seems uh, less virulent. So everybody is going to get uh, Omicron, but hardly anybody is going to suffer anything other than a really bad cold.
1: Well, it's it's not so much that it's uh, not without harm. It's, uh, it is definitely more contagious. It's easier to pass between folks with Shorter times of exposure and so forth, but it's just not worse than Delta or not worse than Alpha. So it's not. It's still. It's still COVID nineteen and it's still coronavirus that has mutated and escaped the immune system somehow. So, in fact, we've had to change our monoclonal therapy because of it. So. Oh really? I think yeah. So I think it's it's just that it's not as severe or more severe, like Delta was to Alpha. Variant, right. but it is more contagious for sure. Okay,
0: and uh, you know, uh, down the pipeline, do you get the information before th- the rest of us? Is there something next in line? We've got to Omicron. Are we going to get Zetacron, or you know, pick a Greek letter that's going to represent the next <laughs> variant? And yeah. and
1: and what? Unfortunately, yeah. I, unfortunately, I, I do think we'll get further variants. Whether they'll be more contagious or more virulent or deadlier, we don't know, but I, the viruses have the ability to mutate millions and millions of times faster than we do in trying to prepare ourselves against any particular variant. And that just stresses the importance of vaccination altogether because we know that the vaccination gives you some protection against whatever variant has been has mutated
0: to today. Right. So, okay. And then, so that group of people that is not vaccinated yet, because I'm not putting no stinking experimental vaccine in my arm, forget it. And besides, mm-hmm. I heard the doctor say it's a, uh, it's mildly helpful and, you know, medium helpful. And so I'm not taking the experimental vaccine. However, I might consider taking a pill a day for a week. Uh, is that going to, is that a game changer? This, this, uh, uh COVID pill.
1: Well, I, th- I think it definitely will help. Uh, the problem will be test time turnaround because to be effective, it has to begin within a certain period of time of onset of symptoms. And it'll have to be, you know, you have to get a quick turnaround time on your test. You'll have to get tested early in the course of the illness. But it definitely is a game changer in the sense that um, it may reduce the risk of hospitalization or severe disease. I don't know to what extent compared to the monoclonal therapy, but, right. but that's how it's gotten its approval.
0: Well, and we we hear all across the country uh, that uh, hospitals are filling up. It's Omicron. It's not as as deadly as Delta, but it's still making people super sick. What is it that uh, would cause you to tell a patient, well, you better come to the hospital so it doesn't get worse, as opposed to, Mike, you're not bad. It's going to be horrible. You're going to get headaches, and it's miserable. But go home and self-isolate and uh, call me back in a week or two, and we'll see.
1: Yeah, I think I think if people are experiencing chest pain, if they're experiencing shortness of breath, they're not able to catch their breath even at even at rest. Those are severe symptoms, okay. which may mean you need supplemental or extra oxygen than you're getting in room air. So I think if anyone's experiencing chest pain, just like the typical uh, symptoms, we would say chest pain or shortness of breath. You know, high fever, uncontrolled by. Uh, tylenol or ibuprofen, then those would be reasons we'd want to see you to make sure there's either no need for more intervention or something else besides COVID going on. And that brings me to the point why hospitals are so busy, even though we hear that the Omicron's not as deadly. It's just that COVID was an extra disease for us. We're usually busy this time of year with heart attack and stroke and pneumonia and influenza, which we didn't have at all last year, is now rearing its head this right. year.
0: So all of the regular illnesses that happen in December, January, and so forth, add to that COVID, even mild Omicron-type COVID, and that ends up being the beds are full? Correct. Okay. Correct. Do you anticipate that – do you have – did they give you any hints? Do you know from anybody – doing research, what's next, and, uh uh-oh, you know, the news media is all about, oh, the next wave is going to be horrible. Everybody, even animals, will be in the hospital. The trees are all going to – it's horrible. Everything's (laughs) going to catch on fire, and we're all going to die, according to the national media, because if it bleeds or if it's on fire, it leads. What about the real deal? What do you uh, anticipate, even though it's Uh, speculation?
1: I I think – I think we have to be, I don't have any, you know, extra expertise or inside knowledge, so to speak. You know, although it is great having, you know, some of the world's experts on infectious disease right in our area, it's nice to know that our scientists are working as fast as the virus is right. if they can. And so they're trying to match, you know, even our monoclonal therapies have changed. We've gotten, we started with one called Bamlanivimab in November of 20. And now I think we're changing to uh, our fifth different monoclonal, uh, cetuximab, right. which we just started infusing last week, to yeah. try to keep up with these different variants. So and if you can't, in a way, we're still playing catch-up. Sure. Uh, and until we get mass vaccination, uh, I think that allows the virus to keep mutating. Well, you don't anticipate
0: population. ever getting mass vaccination do you do you ever really honestly come on tell me the truth you've talked with an awful lot of, of uh, clients of patients who mm-hmm. have said doctor mm-hmm. i don't you're not sticking me with that needle unless i'm unconscious and you tie me down so mass vaccination may never be the case can we get beyond yeah. covid without it
1: i think if we get to a critical mass you know where we get up to 80% of us immunized that's a that's a pretty lofty goal but it's also very reasonable Sure. And I think uh, every state can reach that if they put their efforts into it. I I think it's unusual that people will be upset about sticking that thing that used to be under emergency use authorization that's now FDA-approved, uh, but they'll take the monoclonal therapy or they'll take another, you know, right. you know a different, not even proven therapy.
0: Well, one is experimental-experimental, and the other one's been around for a while. And uh, the more Dr. Fauci speaks – the less people believe what he's actually saying because they know he's got money in in, uh, research labs in China and he's getting kickbacks from some of the pharmaceutical companies. And it is really nice to know that we have doctors like you and, as you mentioned, other world-class researchers here in uh, this area, in Rochester and so forth, doing research on COVID whose uh, opinions and research can be believed because you don't have money in it. Correct. Thank That's you. exactly right. Thank you very much for talking with us this morning, doctor. You don't have money in it. You're just interested in keeping the neighborhood safe and out of your hospital. I get it. I totally get it. Thanks for talking with us this morning. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you know why monoclonal antibodies aren't for everybody. A lot of buddy, but not everybody.